Emily Pomfret, 35 years of age yesterday. This young lady in a situation at Gatton Races in Queensland last Thursday. Her partner has been sitting by her bedside sub since that particular day, Luke Miller, and he's been he's a jockey who actually rode at the same meeting, Luke Miller, and he's joining us for an update on Emily. How are you, Luke? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, not much sleep for you. Oh, not at all. No, it's been a uh, long, long six days. Yeah. yeah, 35 yesterday. 35 yesterday, yeah, not really the way to uh, spend it, uh, spend your birthday in hospital. She started very late, didn't she? Uh, I think late last, or last year she started. Was it Wandai, one of those places, her first meeting? Yeah, it was. I think it was back in uh, June or July. Um, yeah, last year. So, um, yeah, well, she started late because her father wouldn't, her father's an ex jockey. Um, and, yeah, he sort of didn't want her to, to, be a jockey early days and that was all she was going to be um so sort of she went away and uh got a i think it's a degree in uh, science um and done all that you know prior to being a jockey and then obviously wanted to still be a jockey and um but had that you know to fall back on um if you know anything goes wrong in the yeah as, as a rider so yeah, Bachelor of Science degree and also a diploma in animal, animal, animal acupuncture. And she works for a team of pet uh, acutherapy, I think, may have been based, based on the Gold Coast. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. So tell me actually what happened there at Gatton last uh, Thursday. Luke? Um, yeah, so she was obviously um, in the manning yard on her horse to go out. She actually rode two races, uh, two rides prior to that as well. Um and then, yeah, obviously that horse, yeah, she was going around in the mounting yard on it. Um, it sort of went off and sort of half hit the fence and then it just went up and over on her, but it went that quick. You know, I don't really know of any riders that would have stayed on it, if that makes sense. Um, had no time to push herself off it or anything like that. Um, yeah, and it just went straight over on top of her and, and um, obviously she come down that hard. She hit her head that hard on the ground. Um yeah, which caused this injury so, to the brain. What was the surface there? Was it on the, the concrete or was it on the grass or the dirt? On the grass, on the dirt, yeah, but it's fairly hard, obviously, in that mounting yard. Um, you know, it doesn't get irrigated like the track, so, yeah. And she was out for quite a while. Um, yeah, she obviously instantly um, knocked out unconscious um, yeah, to the point where she was, you know, gargling, um, snoring. Um, I was there basically first on the scene with her father and a couple other people in the mounting yard. Um, yeah, we're trying to get her mouth open and, and get her tongue, you know, back out because she'd sucked her tongue back. Um, and then, um, QAS, obviously they had two ambulances, uh, thank God, on course that day. Um, and yeah, they come over and, um, started treating her. And actually there's a little bit of a special mention that I'd like to is Monty Saver. Um, Another jockey, a fellow jockey. She uh, very good in first aid, and she was there on the scene helping the QAS out as well, um, and done an extremely good job. So, how long before she came to? Uh, momentarily, she came to probably a good ten minutes after. Um, didn't open her eyes or anything, um, but sort of half came to, lifted her leg, which was good because then we knew she had feeling in her leg. Obviously, lifting her leg up, uh, and then went unconscious again um, with the QA, QAS staff for their ambulance service um, and then um, started having a seizure, which that's obviously we knew then it was serious. 
um, and they uh, called for the chopper for the helicopter to um, yeah, airlift her out. So, uh, and it would have been a good probably hour and a half after that by the time they actually got her into the chopper. Uh, they explained to us what was going on with the seizure and uh, that she you know, potentially has a, has a you know, severe brain injury. Um, obviously, they didn't know the exact injuries at that point in time, but um, they let us know that they were putting under, her under sedation um, and that she would be under sedation for a minimum of, you know, basically 12 hours uh, before they even put her in the helicopter. Um, yeah, it was quite horrendous, actually. Was, oh, I can't um, imagine how upsetting this would be. Yeah, it's, um, it's still pretty hard to, yeah, think about it. Did you go in the chopper with her? Uh, no, I was, we were trying. Um, it, uh, but, yeah, they had uh, extra um, staff on board that day, um, thankfully. Um, yeah, so there was no room um, for us on the chopper. Um, so, yeah, uh, followed them down in the car. Um, made good time from getting to here. Um, don't know how many speeding fines we've got yet, but I'll work that out when they come through. Yeah. Where did yeah. the chopper actually come from? Because I think it took it back to the PA, did it? The Princess Alexandra in Brisbane? It did. Um, so I think it came from Toowoomba, which is where they're based out of. Um, they were meant to land at the high school and we were, they were going to transport her from the track, the race course, to the high school. But uh, the chopper decided, oh, well, she was still having seizures in the ambulance and I think they just said, basically, look, there's a spot to land in, in the middle of the track. You know, come here, don't go there. Um, basically, yeah, time's a, time was a big factor in it. Um, Luke, besides the head injury, which I'm going to get you to talk about in a moment, where we sit right now with, with Emily Pomfret, but tell us about the external injuries you could see, like with her limbs and things like that. Um, so, basically, well, believe it or not, there was wasn't too many external injuries, um, you know, visible to the eye straight away. Um, she has got one behind the um, left uh, left leg there where the, I think what I can gather it'll be the stirrup iron um, dug into her as the horse has slipped on her. Um, and that's got some severe bruising, you know, down the hamstring into the calf um, behind the knee. Um, and... Um, some bruising on the on the left hand side rib, um, and and a wrist as well on the left hand wrist. Um, that's about the only external injuries visible to the eye, anyway. Um, yeah, that we that we could see. You've been sending reports to the Queensland Jockeys Association, Glenn Predders, and he's been good enough to let us know some of that information so we can pass on some information because everyone's so very worried. So, what's the latest now with Emily? Uh, so. Obviously, we were trying to get it, uh, well, we were meant to be uh, moved from the PA to a private hospital, um, actually day before yesterday. Um, and then one of the one of the doctors at the private hospital, um, uh, he's away at the moment, and, and so they didn't really want to accept her there without him there. Um, obviously, he's very highly trained in that area, um, which is fair enough, and obviously we're trying to get the best care for Emily and, and best rehabilitation. Um, she is awake, um, doing lots of physiotherapy, occupational therapists, yeah, speech therapists. Um, she's been in for another MRI yesterday as a follow-up one. Um, we are a little bit concerned about her left-hand side. What they explain to us is that you've got all these neurons in your brain and they send a message to your limbs, basically like your leg when you're walking and it'll tell you to move your foot forward and stand on it, you know. 
uh, that sort of stuff. And then um, basically that it, it, it's not sending the message back. Like it's sending a message back, but it's going around the swelling where the brain had a bleed. Um, it's not permanent, um, but they just said it takes time for it to rewire itself to be able to send that instant message back. So she's feeling like she's, her limbs are not working on the left-hand side when they are. Um, and they just obviously not as much strength on the left-hand side as the right-hand side. Um, it will get better. Um, they are talking about four to six weeks for that to, you know, um, get back to normal. Yeah. Mm. And just general memory, and how often is she conscious during a given day at the moment, Luke? So yesterday was the first day where she was conscious pretty much all day. Um, had had a small sleep yesterday. Um, prior to yesterday, she was more than uh, probably awake two hours throughout the whole entire day. Um, yeah, so yesterday would have been the first day that she was actually awake most of the day and then just had a small sleep and rest in between that. And speech um, and memory? Speech and memory, memories come back. Uh, obviously doesn't remember the actual fall. Um, she can now remember, she doesn't remember fine details of the day, but she can remember up to the day and on the day that she rode two horses prior to it. She remember, remembered the horses' names oh. um, and the same as she was riding for. Um, that's about it, really. Yeah, she can't really remember after that, which is um, understandable. So, and communication, communication uh, is really good. Her speech has come back pretty much a hundred percent now. So, no uh, slurring or anything. No, no. It's amazing. Uh, vision, her vision is still a bit blurry. Um, it takes her a little while to focus, um, and then obviously dizzy, really dizzy when she sits up and stuff like that, which is understandable for being, you know, any in a coma for 12, uh, 14 hours and laying down for, you know, four to five days, you're going to be dizzy when you try and sit up. But also that is part of the injury as well. Um, they said you will have dizzy spells, you know, for, for the four to six weeks is basically what they keep saying. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll, she'll have ups and downs, they said. They'll have, you know, you'll have days where you'll feel really good and then you'll have days where you'll have headaches and uh, yeah, a lot of dizziness, uh, which does cause a bit of nausea. But Luke, you know, given this was not even a week ago, and I've spoken to a lot of riders with similar, you know, head, head trauma injuries. Of course, we've had Leah Kilner and you know, even Tegan Harris in recent times, and quite a few others. It sounds yeah. like that's a big, big progress for just a week, or less Absolutely, than a week. Amazing. Yeah, the the um, neurologists and and the other doctors and the, and the therapists that are working with her are, are extremely happy with her, and and they are actually quite surprised um, from the nature of the of the injury of how quick she's progressing. Um, but Emily is strong-willed. Like, yeah, she's, she's got a big heart and, and um, she's determined. Um, and, you know, every morning she wakes up and, you know, she says, oh, I hope I'm better today. Yeah, I hope I want to be better today than yesterday. Like, she's telling herself that. And, um, you know, she's already, already saying now, you know, she can't wait to get back riding. But, so strong with a big heart. It sounds like you've got that as well, Luke. And what a wonderful support yeah. to your partner there. Yeah, no, thank you. So, mm. Yeah, I can't so. imagine. As I said, you'd be no sleep and just uh, the phone calls no. and the things that you know you've received and trying to deal with all this as well on top of it. And plus, you're a rider yourself. Um, yeah, um, yeah. You rode in the same races, didn't you, at that program or a couple or one? Yeah, just just one. I had one. only took the one. I've just come yeah. back from an injury myself, so I've just been easing my way back into it. But yeah, I rode in race two that day, and um, obviously was yeah just waiting for that race and then 
yeah, we had planned on uh, going out to dinner that night and all, but um, you know, things do change as as, as it happens as a jockey. Well, let's um, hope next year. On the 9th of the 1st, 2025, you can be going out having a nice dinner somewhere. Yeah, you should Absolutely. celebrate a birthday, Luke. Absolutely, yeah. So mm. actually yesterday we did take her out. Uh, the nurses gave us permission. We took her out in a wheelchair uh, when she felt up to it and we actually took her over to the cafe and, and had a nice uh, caramel latte and, and a bit of cake. Oh, so, sounds lovely. Thank, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Luke, and we'll touch base, no doubt, regularly, uh, as well as yep. uh, Glenn Prentice, and we'll keep our listeners updated. But thank you for coming on, Luke. No worries, and thank you very much. And I'd just like to say thank you to everybody in, in the racing community. They've been um, they've been amazing. It's amazing how, how good the racing community can pull together in times like this, and, and Emily really appreciates it. So, Thanks, Luke. Cool. Thank you. Luke Miller, the partner of Emily Pomfret.